Hello and welcome to the first episode of The Pitch Report, Australia's newest domestic cricket podcast. My name is James Barr and I'm here with my co-host Stephen Kelly. G'day mate, how are you? Yeah, not too bad mate. Are you on podcasting debut, I believe? This is my podcasting debut. Podcasting debut. So congrats to Steve. Uh, He's on the airwaves, in your ear holes. Get used to him because he's here to stay. And uh, today we're going to, well, we're going to be running through the, uh, the state squads for this season, for the Australian domestic cricket season. It's steadily approaching, isn't it, Steve? I think very soon. Yeah, very very soon. I'm recording. It is coming up very very soon. We've already had some uh, international matches up in Townsville uh, last week. Um, Good job. In August, international cricket in Australia in August. I'm not sure whether I like it or not. I kind of like the North Queensland aspect of it. I thought it was alright. Yeah. 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 We lost, probably didn't make. Oh, I mean. Everyone likes Zimbabwe, don't True. they? Yeah. They're very likable. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get into it. I think we'll we'll start by going through the ins and outs of each squad. Well, I think just the most notable ins and outs. So there's a lot of rookies that come in and out yeah. every season. Yeah, exactly. um, so New South Wales, just to kick it off, the only sort of notable in was Hayden Kerr getting himself a contract. He hasn't moved states or anything, but he uh, had a standout season in the Big Bash last season and he's got himself a contract on, on the, the contract list for New South Wales. Out for New South Wales is Harry Conway and Peter Neville. Uh, Peter Neville, who's retired, Harry Conway's departed to South Australia. And now for Queensland, uh, Liam Guthrie's in. Kane Richardson has relocated to the Gold Coast, so he's going to be turning out for the, the Bulls in the One Day Cup. <laughs> Won't be playing any Shield cricket, I don't think. Oh, I think he, I think he's done. He's still a good get if he's if he's available when he's not playing for Australia or in the Australian squad. Garinda Sandu's got himself a contract. He had a, a good season last season. Uh, probably a, a bit unexpected given his previous records for the end of his New South Wales stint and his stint at Tasmania, which probably wasn't that great, wouldn't have been as as solid as he would have liked. He does. get wickets, though. He does. He was the leading wicket-taker in the in the One Day Cup last season. Exactly, yeah. So that's, that's pretty handy as well. Yeah, then again, the, the, the leading wicket-taker in the One Day Cup is just at random whoever manages to find wickets late in the innings and much, takes yeah. uh, ends up with fourfers and the odd fifer. That's what that's what he did last year. I think he ended up with three fourfers or something like that, which is just mm. stupid in the one-day cup, especially with only seven games in the tournament. Um, and Sam Treloff has also got himself a, a contract, uh, or he's recontracted with Queensland after being contracted a few years ago and being delisted. Moving on to South Australia, Harry Conway, as we mentioned before, he's a massive get for, for South Australia, I think, just looking for more consistent cricket. Ben Menenti, I'm, I'm really big on Menenti. Um, I have been for a few years. Hello. And, uh, yeah, I think he's he's also a good get. They've pried him away from Tasmania. He played a few games for Tasmania but wasn't contracted uh, last year. And, uh, no, so he's, he's gone to South Australia to try his luck, try and get some consistent state cricket into him. And Henry Thornton, who's come across from uh, Victoria, uh, originally from New South Wales, but I think that's a, a bit of a loss for Victoria, actually. He's had injury issues, but he's been... Yeah, absolutely killing it in Premier Cricket. Yeah. And he's a specialist sort of one day player, which is something I think so. Lack. Yeah, and I think he's really thrived on the uh the COVID one day pandemic, I guess, uh, of the last couple of years, and he's taken a yeah a load of wickets. Now for Tasmania, just the one. Oh, sorry, we should uh, address the outs for South Australia. Uh, Ryan Gibson's lost his contract. Um, Corey Kelly's personal reasons, so he's lost. He's doesn't have a contract this season, so I don't know whether we'll see him this year or not. Sam Kerber probably a bit unlucky after 
being one of those blokes who's just absolutely torn it up in Premier Cricket, got a contract, but uh, just couldn't quite get there at, at domestic level. Yeah. Kane Richardson, as we mentioned before, and Daniel Worrell's relocated to the UK, um, which is a big loss for them. That is a massive loss. Yeah, um, and yeah. one of my favourite players too, so it's yeah. it's a bit sad to see him go. So they've now lost the, the trio of many Sayers and Worrell mm. from uh, a few years back. Yeah. So now for, for Tasmania, Billy Stanlake's come in. We forgot to mention him before for the outs for Queensland but um, he just wants to get shield cricket into him, I think. Wants to play some red ball cricket, still aspires to play for, for Australia in the test team. But, yeah, if he stays fit and if he can actually start bowling consistently. And Tim Hayne is the only out for Tasmania. Like, I've put him in brackets, though, because yeah, we'll he is see. training with the squad. He's just lost his contract. Yeah. So we could make a, an appearance or two for, for Tassie um, during the season. You think he will. I'm, I'm still up in the air about it. Um, we'll slide in into that team. We'll see. Yeah, possibly. Now, Victoria, I don't think there are any notable ins. There's there's a bloke named Ashley Chandra Singer, who the blokes at the Pace and Pens podcast absolutely rant and rave about. Um, he's come in as, as a rookie, but I think he'll get a game during the year, and I think he's been yeah. very, very good at, at Premier Cricket level. Yeah. Um, for the outs, I think there's there's a few big ones. Xavier Crone has played a few games in Victoria in recent years, just hasn't cut it. Yeah. I think it's probably warranted. Yeah, um, I think it's stiff, but yeah. But yeah, I think we've got a few other fast bowlers that they're looking to get true. games into, yeah. though. Um, so many fast bowlers. Cam McClure was coming through. He had a few games last year, looked okay. Yeah. Um, Mitch Perry is just continually developing and uh, off the top of my head. Sutherland? Is... Sutherland, if he can well, start bowling consistently again. I think his yeah. red ball stuff's been okay, but his white ball stuff, not necessarily. I think a lot of Renegades fans have been... Uh, a little bit sick of him over the last few years. Uh, Seb Gotch has unfortunately had to retire due to a chronic finger issue. And James Seymour, another really stiff one, similar to Kerber, was really excited when he got a contract because he'd been just making bucket loads of runs at Premier Cricket level and just lost his contract, I think. Yeah. They're looking to give games to younger guys. And Travis Dean. And Travis Dean, yeah, for whatever. Because somehow Travis Dean manages to keep his contract and James Seymour doesn't. Now, then again, oh, <laughs> sorry, Shield player of the season, yeah, Travis Dean. Exactly Don't know how that works, but yeah. yeah. And uh, for Western Australia, Teague Wiley's got himself a contract with the bloke who's played one Shield game and won one Shield title. Oh, no, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> I've been watching him for a while because he's a... Uh, He's been part of cricket mentoring. I don't. Uh, some cricket fans will be familiar with uh, Tom Scully and his program over there in WA and his coaching. And Teague Wiley's been a, a student of his for a while and been doing sessions with him and sort of monitored his progress. It's been good to watch um, him come through Premier Cricket and now up to Shield level. Yeah. And the outs is just Liam Guthrie, who's gone to Queensland. Um, so no massive changes for WA there, I don't think. Don't no, I don't think they do. I think they've got a really strong squad which we'll get on to later. But back to New South Wales. Well, So what we've done is we've sort of gone through players to watch. You've got players to watch, Steve, and I've sort of broken it into two categories. I've got uh, players it's a big season for and uh, surprise packages. So... Do you want to kick off with yours, Steve? Yeah. All right. What team? Just, uh, we'll uh, we'll start with New South Wales. We'll go alphabetical order. All righty then. Well, you mentioned the retirement of Peter Neville. I think it's a, it's a great opportunity for Baxter Holt. He's a talented, you think so? He's a talented wicketkeeper. The spot's there for him if he wants to take it. What about Jilks? Oh, I hate Jilks. Um, <laughs> no. Oh. Do you see him as more of a batsman, possibly? I and see him more as a... 
Um, not in the team. List <laughs> clogger? Um, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, he's an all right well, one-day player, but... Uh, Shield-wise, no. Shield-wise, he doesn't really cut the mustard. Okay. I'm not really sure... So what do you think the situation is there? Do you think Jilks keeps it in the one-day cup and then Holt takes the gloves for, for the Shield? Um... Well, they've got quite a young team, so they probably fit them both in. But I, I think I agree with you. I think the spot's there for him if he if he steps up to the plate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, so for me, I had, uh, well, I said it's a big season for Tanvir Sanger. I think he's been building and building the past few years, and I think it's it's time for him to explode. Have a really big year with the red ball and the white ball and possibly look to get in some Australian squads by the end of the season, I think. Yeah. Well, he's been playing for Australia, recently. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's been doing that, and he's been in the, the T20 squads as well at the end of the back end of last season. So I think it's it's a really big year for him. Surprise package, mentioned it before, Hayden Kerr. I think he's got himself a contract. He's got something to prove at, at state level. Uh, he's done it in the big bash, but I think now it's, it's time to step it up in the one-day cup and possibly even in the shield. Again, he's one of those blokes who's just been dominating Premier Cricket for ages and he's uh, finally getting his opportunity. And I think he's could have a big season. Yeah, he's quite impressive last, um, both in the big bash and when he did play domestic. Yeah, exactly. He was quite Yeah. So, yeah, looking over at uh, Queensland now, aren't we? We I are. I think there's a couple of players here to watch, and I just want to point out, uh, Mitch Swepson, he's hasn't been selected in the 2020 squad no, for the World Cup. No, he hasn't, so I'd say which means... He's going to be playing quite a bit. Exactly. I think he's got a bit of a point to prove. Well, it's exactly what he needs, because he barely played last season, because he was over in the UAE or wherever, wherever they were last yeah. season. Yeah, um, and also, I think he's... Um, his test performances probably were a little undesirable. Like he was, all, yeah, he was all yeah, right, but absolutely. Probably could have done a bit better. So I think he just needs consistent shield cricket. Exactly. Yeah. Um, at the start of this season to get himself back into the fold, um, and start pushing Nathan Lyon for selection. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Uh, and I've also, I think we should put a watch on Matt Renshaw as well. Mm. I think you have a similar thought. Yes. Yeah. Because um, I my question for Queensland is who's going to open the batting and who's going to bat in the middle order? Because you've got Kawaja who's now opening for Australia. So you're oh, yeah, does he open? They and... probably want him to open. That's true. Cricket. And then Renshaw, he's been opening or batting at three for Australia A. Do they want him mm. opening the batting for Queensland? Well, let's say they've got a full team in. So you've got... Kawaja opening the batting. I think we'll say he opens the batting. Yes, Burns is there as well. Do you think Burns opens the batting or does he get dropped? I would move Burns down in the middle of Okay, that's interesting. But All right. There's Bryce Street as well, so it's like... That's true. Uh, uh, is Bryce Street expendable in that team when they've got a full-strength team, though? I mean, he usually plays when they've got full-strength. Mm. He's a specialist opener, I would say. He's like a traditional opener who bats. I, I don't think they can have two sort of not makeshift openers, but sort of not full time openers. Could, I don't, could you bat Renshaw at three and then push Marnus down to four? I think he could, but I think Marnus is going to want about at three. Yeah, that's he, that's he, the problem. He'd probably throw a fifth. I, I reckon in the end, it's probably going to be Renshaw batting at four. Yeah. In the middle order. And then one, one of Burns and Street yeah. partnering Kawaja. Yeah, all right. That's um, so. Yeah, so I well, my surprise package was going to be Matt Renshaw. I think he's going to have a, a breakout year as the leading run scorer in the one day cup last season. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but I think his red ball stuff's really going to improve this season. I think he just needs a bit more stability, and I think he'll be he'll be right and get himself back into the fold. Uh, I think it's a big season for Jack Wildermuth. Mm. He's one of those blokes who's just undenied, and he's seems like he's got the potential to go to the next level, and he just hasn't done it. And I think this is the season he. 
it's make or break for him. Yeah, exactly. Finally. If he doesn't perform... Yeah, I was close to putting uh, Jimmy Pearson's another one I should probably throw in here because I think he's in the same boat whether he actually um, makes the cut for international cricket or not. He's spoken really highly of his uh, aspirations to play at, at the national level, um, but uh, I don't think so. I think he, I think he missed the boat when they selected Carey for the test team, and I think they're going to go with Carey long term unless he, his form really drops off. But then again, I think Inglis is the next one in after that. Yeah, which is which is a bit of a shame because he's a good cricketer, Jimmy Pearson, but I just don't think he's he's going to cut it at international level or he's, he's going to be in contention for selection. Yeah, yeah. So South Australia, you had Harry Conway here. I did. We've, we've already talked about him, but yeah, he's made. The move from New South Wales. I think he's a big get. It's a big, it's a, yeah, it's he's going to bolster their fast bowling yeah. stocks a lot. Um, Dan Morrell's gone, so they need they need they needed that type of player. Too. I think he's a not necessarily a like for like replacement. It's hard to do that with Morrell, but um, yeah, I think he's a, a really good replacement for Morrell. Yeah. Um, he's been looking for opportunity, and now this is a chance. I think McAndrew Doggett. Uh, Wes Agar, you can throw him in there as well, and uh, and Conway. That's a that's a good attack, and or in, in the one day cup, if you put Thornton in there as well, it's yeah. it's pretty good. It's solid. I don't um, mind it bowling. It's just everywhere else. Where McAndrew was very good last year, wasn't he? He's a very player. He's a good player. He just couldn't break in at New South Wales, and he's yep. taken his opportunity. So that well, seems to be a, a common theme. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Come um, to New South Wales, I'll move to South Australia. Mm, absolutely. Henry Hunt says I. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the bloke I'm talking about next. I think it's a big season for Henry Hunt to build on last year he had a massive season he's sort of been earmarked for that but when David Warner retires there's got to be someone coming through and uh, Henry Hunt's been in the Australia A squads and he's had a really good season it'll be interesting to see how he backs up last season and I think he's been thrown into a few leadership roles as well they've uh, looked to him for a bit of leadership the other bloke I had is Ben Menenti um, just to see how he if he can really grab that uh that role as the frontline spinner. Lloyd yeah. Pope hasn't been able to yeah, hold on to it. Yeah. Um, and I think Ben Menenti's, well, he obviously he's the next one in. He's there. There's a chance of them. Chance as their main spinner. He can grab that if he wants it. And I think surprise package, Jake Lehman. Mm. He's just been motoring along the last few years. He's been quiet though. Yeah. He was almost, a, I think at times he was a specialist number seven over the, the past couple of seasons and uh, as a specialist number seven bat. But I think he, he could actually have a good season. I think he's been good in the in the pracky matches and yeah. I think he yeah could um, get back to the form he was in a few years ago where he, they were sort of talking about him as a dark horse for the test side. Wow. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> it sounds laughable in, uh, in hindsight. But yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll move on to Tassie. Yeah, Tassie. Now, I'm going to have to get this name pronunciation correct, but I, I want to put a watch on uh, Nivethan Radhakrishnan. 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 He is an ambidextrous. He calls with both arms. At the same time. Good luck hitting that, Matt. Um, at the same time. Two balls. It's very confusing for the batsman. I don't know how they do it. Uh, um, spinning both ways at the yeah, same time. Exactly. It's incredible. Good stuff. I just think he's... Um, yeah, I just... Imagine if he batted with both hands. Well, you have to hold the bat, mate. You're going to have both hands. Wouldn't you? <laughs> Comedy. Um, what do you have a reverse sweep as well? What do you mean? He's a left-handed True. batsman. Yeah. But, yeah, I just, I'm just i really excited to see what he can bring. I think it, it depends on whether he can get his bowling 
right because I don't think he had a, a fantastic year with the ball last season. Maybe one game. Maybe that'll change with with the introduction of a uh, red ball cricket again. Yeah, oh, I'm talking about a premier level. Oh. I think I, I looked at his stats briefly this morning. He had average 48 with the bat. I mean, in Tasmanian premier cricket, there's a lot of blokes that average around 50. But yeah, um, yeah. So his batting was solid, but uh, I think if he can get his bowling really consistent, start well, taking I wickets. At, I look at Tasmania's like squad, and I sort of wonder who's their best spinner. I know Freeman's probably he's the one that people will want, and then there's also Andrew. Well, I think Freeman's just their best spinner by default. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you want him as your best spinner. He shouldn't be your best he's spinner. A cult figure, but he's just there. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's Bo Webster. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Who bowls meds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, there's an opportunity there for him. And I think you've seen it with Tampere Sanger, like young spinners, if they can get it right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I think absolutely. he's an exciting prospect, definitely. Um, no, well, for... I think it's a big year for Billy Stanlake. Oh, big Bill. Big Bill. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know whether he can do it or not, Steve. I don't know if he can get into that red ball. Yeah, whether he even gets a game, that's the thing. Because Ra- Rainbird finished really solidly yeah. last season. Yeah, yeah Rainbird. Um, Bird's in there. Ellis is in there. Uh, Neil Smith's in there. Uh, Siddle. Siddle. See, they've got a lot of fast bowlers. It's Gabe Bell as well in the red ball. Gabe like Bell. He's, he's good with the red ball. I like him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Meredith. Uh, yeah. <laughs> good luck, Bill. Yeah, good luck, Bill. But surprise package. Oh, okay. Sorry, mate. Yeah. No, I'll go with my surprise package was Tim Ward. Um, I think oh, he's almost, It's. I think it's also a big season for him, but yeah. um, he was sort of in the same boat as Henry Hunt last year, but no one talked about him. I know, right? He had very, very similar stats, similar uh, amount of tons and, and stuff like that. He made a similar amount of runs and no one talked about him. Didn't get picked in the Australia A side. Stiff. Just because he plays for Tassie, I guess. Pretty much, yeah. um, And he's not from New South Wales. Oh, no, he is from New he South Wales. He is from New South Wales. Exactly. Yeah. He's literally the same as Henry Hunt. He is. He's just Henry Hunt, but... From Tasmania. Other... He's, he's Henry Hunt's Tasmanian twin. It's a bit disrespectful to Tim Ward. <laughs> it is. Henry Hunt. No, but it was... It was disrespectful by the media just not yeah, to mention him last year. Yeah. So I think, yeah, surprise package. Look for, for Tim Ward next season. I like that opening pair as well. With him and Alcon. Yeah, absolutely. Victoria? The Vicks. Well, uh, yeah, Tom Murphy, I reckon... I'm Absolutely. Excited. He was my surprise package. I, I think he's actually, um, you know, after Lyon's gone, Swepson's in there. I actually think it's Todd Murphy who's next in. I agree. Um, I don't think it's Tanvir Sanger. I think it's Todd Murphy who rises up and ha- has a similar rise to Nathan Lyon, well, I think. He, yeah, uh, Nathan Lyon has uh, mentored him a little bit, so they have a similar yeah. action and style. So. Yeah, because he was at the Sydney Sixers last year, wasn't he? Yeah, well, with, that's how he Lyon. Uh, Yeah. Nathan Lyon recommended this. Exactly. Him, so. Yeah, and I think he's really good. Um, yeah, no, I think he's really talented. He sort of broke out last season. Didn't have... Uh, a standout year but I think he showed at times he was a really really good bowler and has a lot of potential and I think yeah I think after after Lyon's gone Swepson's the next in then after that it's Todd Murphy in the test team yeah definitely and I think it's a big season for Will Bukowski for obvious reasons yeah. I think he just needs to get back and play consistent cricket mm-hmm. and score a lot of runs yeah, well, he could find his way. In. Well, we were talking about Harry Hunt earlier, but if um, he's yeah, like, he's arguably Pekovsky. It's Pekovsky's spot to take if, if he, he wants, fit, if he can stay fit, well, and if he makes runs. He's fit, he just keeps getting hit in the head. Yeah, if he can stop getting hit in the head, that'd be great. Jeez, stop doing stupid stuff in the warm up and stuff like that. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, if Pukowski stays fit, I think he's he's probably arguably one of the most talented batsmen in Australia, without a doubt. I mean, he's the most talented in the Victorian team, you think? Oh, yeah. It's a lot of talent there. Other than Glenn Maxwell, yes, I, I agree. Oh, I think he's better. You reckon he's better than Maxwell on his well, day? At his, at his age, he's got far more potential than Maxwell. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Western Australia, who did you have? Aaron Hardy. Aaron Hardy? Yeah, I like this. He's a... Oh. He's. I think. I think you're. He's gone under the radar, and he's a gun. He's the definition of under the radar. Like no one knows. Like if I mention him to, like just a casual crew fan, no one would know who he was. But then you show him his stats from last season in the Shield, and he he's 170 in the final. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At number seven. <laughs> 170? And he can bowl. Oh, he can bowl. He can exactly. bat. He's a genuine all-rounder. He's and no one is talking about he's him. He's so good. He's really, really good. I just realised how much I love him in that. Like when I you just love Aaron Hardy. I don't know. I didn't realise he was doing uh, look, good. I think it's a big season for Jai Richardson. Um, yeah. Backing up from last season, he made that test appearance. I, I predicted him to get into that the, the test side. I th- it's probably unlucky to get dropped after taking Pfeiffer, but... Scotty Boland. Scotty Boland. Yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> no. He's not in the uh, 2020 uh, squad either. No, I was, I was a bit disappointed not yeah. to... Because, again, he's, he's a very, very good bowler. He's a very, very good bowler. And uh, I think he, yeah. he needs to be in, in Australian squads, even if he's not playing. Yeah. And, well, as long as they're not taking game time away from him, I think he needs to play games. He needs to take wickets and just bowl fast. Get his body right and bowl fast, take wickets. Surprise package, we talked about him earlier, Teague Wiley. Um, he's only played one game, but I think he's a really talented batsman. He's, I think yeah. if, a, if he gets games, I think he'll make runs. His World Cup performance was just... Yeah, that too, the under-19 World Cup. Yeah, he was really, really good. And I think that's what he what got him into the Shield side in the first place. Got him into the final, yeah. And they're just like, yeah, we're good. We'll put you in. Yeah. No one else. Um, we'll we'll uh, throw you in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll go to some general thoughts on the squads. So New South Wales. We'll go back back up the top now. Yeah. Um, well, what you just sort of thought it was a, a young side. There's there's not really much to comment on for New South Wales. I, I think, think they've made a mistake, New South Wales, in terms of their development because they haven't. They've sort of just played the young, the older guys for a long time now, and so mm. and now they're all. A bit too old, you would say. Possibly. And so, I mean, Moses is like 35. Yeah, yeah and they've got to... So now Dan Hughes is 32, 33, something like that. Yeah, they've got to start playing the young Trent players. Copeland's 46. So, yeah, unfortunately, they just haven't developed their young talent. No, because you've got guys like Jack Edwards who should be really... A gun. He should be a gun right now. Hmm. He looked really good as he was coming through in his first year yeah. for, for New South Wales. He's and just got potential. He just hasn't... just hasn't developed properly. Yeah, exactly. I think he was better last year after he had a, a few off years, but... Yeah, well, he played more cricket last year. Wanna, he yeah. played the whole time. Yeah, that too. Um, Liam Hatch is another one that just off the top of my head yeah. that just hasn't come along as well, they would have wanted him to. Year. So that was probably... Still. Like, uh, yeah, I, I think he's probably one we probably could have talked about as well. It, it's like a, it's a young squad with a lot of potential that just hasn't developed the way they would have wanted it to. Yeah. And unfortunately, sort of the older guys aren't really doing what they should be at shield level. Like, they're still talented no. in one-day cricket. But yeah, I think I think they, they're they really solid at one-day level, but yeah. shield cricket, they're just... Patterson's form's dipped in terms of... I think he'll be... He's another one to watch this season, I think. His white horse does. Outstanding. I think, I think Patterson was... Uh, 
he was one to watch last season, let alone this season. I thought he was big bash. I thought he was going to have a good season last season in the Shield because he said he wanted to get back in the Australian side, and then he did nothing. Yeah. So I think you got to look at him this season. Just yeah. keep an eye on him and see if he can actually make some runs. I also want to. I'll put Ryan Hackney as well. I think. Yeah, yeah, he's a no. He hasn't really played a lot for no. New South Wales, has he? Yeah, he's debut. Could be the year he actually gets into the side and yeah, gets a I few think games. He'll play a bit more. Now, yeah, because like I said, I don't really rate Jilks, so I think he'll work yeah. instead of him. Yeah, definitely. At least in the Red Bull. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, we'll move on to Queensland. I think they've got a really solid squad, and it's it's only gotten better. Yeah, they're one of the one of the few states who's actually improved their list this season. Outstanding. Yeah, they, had, uh, they, they finished like fifth last year in the Shield. I'm pretty sure, which is weird. Yeah, I think Nisa had an off season. He was a bit busy. He's playing for Australia. Yeah, well, for one game, but he well, played, he still played mostly. Yeah, he, he, he did get injured for a little bit, but yeah, I think he bit, yeah. played most of the season. He just didn't have a, a great season um, as he or as good a season as he would have liked. I think their their top order just couldn't hold up for a few games there. Mm. I think a lot of the time they were just sort of leaving it to Nisa and uh, Pearson. Pearson was sort of a rock for them in the in the middle order there, but. Um, if it wasn't him, it was sort of no one. They just yeah throwing games away and not really getting that getting over the line. <laughs> Back in Queensland now, like yeah, absolutely. So, Which I like. Mm. I don't I don't mind it. Um, but I I think it's a solid squad that if they perform at the level they should they should be yeah. top two easily. Yeah. And if looking at the other states, I think yeah, there's two clear top teams, yeah. which are Queensland and Western Australia, just above the rest. I don't I don't think their squads as strong as Western Australia, but I think it's still really really strong. And the the additions of well, Kane Richardson, if they they throw him in there, they could yeah. give the the one day cover real crack. Yeah. Um, South Australia. Just a lot of fringe talent yeah. that they've recruited. Um, there's a bit of money ball about it, I think. Yeah, just um, throwing a bunch of stuff at the yeah. So they're just sort of, yeah, well, their recruitment strategy over the past few years is just finding the blokes that have been performing really, really well at Premier Cricket level but just can't get a game for their states, yeah. and they've thrown them in. And uh, they've recruited them. I think Conway is sort of a... He's a bit different in that that sense, but yeah, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't think they have enough elite talent to even their elite talent, to win them games. I don't think that elite, to be honest. No offense to Travis Head. Well, I, I think I think Travis Head at the state level is elite. Yeah, true. Um, he, he can throw his wicket away just like that. He can. So absolutely. Um, and Alex Carey again isn't as consistent as you want him to be. So I think. What they lack, as they have for the past probably five seasons, is just a bit of X factor when they need it, a bit of elite talent when they actually need it to get them over the line in some games because they get close in a lot of games. They just don't have the talent to get them over the line, though, to, yeah. to drag them through, which I think will cost them at stages again this season. But I think their, their list is definitely a lot stronger than it was last season, even with the, the loss of Worrell. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree with that. Mm. But it's still pretty poor. It's it's not great. There's a lot of room for improvement, though. So yeah. Nice well, Tasmania, batting depth is definitely an issue here. Mm. I was looking at that, and I was sort of trying to... Sort of looking through their squad, and I can only see five five or six recognised batsmen, and mm. then after that, it just falls away completely. I think they've got a lot of blokes playing 
Premier cricket that aren't contracted that could come in. Like I think Eamon Vines has gone down there True. and made a lot of runs. He's he's played a few games for Victoria and I think he, he could step in if, if need be. I don't think they'd really want him to though. I can't remember the thing. how many games for Tassie he played last year. It might have been one or two. Yeah, but that's But yeah, you probably you probably want your contract. Well you don't yeah, you want your contracted players to stand up and it's yeah. gonna be a worry if they don't. Because mm. they're gonna lose Matthew Wade at the yeah. start of the season to to the T twenty World Cup squad, so they're not gonna have him. Tim Payne could then get a game, I guess. Um, even though, they, even though they've got uh, McDermott and Doran, who can who can keep as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they they line up with the bat and what happens if they uh, if some of them don't stand up. Yeah, I think there's a bit of potential there though, because if they do stand up, they're very. I think I think it's yeah. solid. Um, yeah. The the guys that they do have, I just don't think there's there's anyone underneath them. Yeah, um, right. yeah true. They get yeah. injuries. What happens? I still don't have a front line spinner. Exactly. That's Which they haven't for a long time. It's been a problem for a long time. Uh, it's been Bo Webster pretty much and only Bo Webster because they don't really have anyone else good enough to, to warrant a place in their shield side ahead of any fastball. So they've just gone, and all, gone with an all pace attack. Yeah. And even then, Bo Webster doesn't bowl spin full time anymore. So. Yeah, it's probably medium pace. And, yeah. But yeah, well, it's, now, it's Rad Christian's opportunity. Now. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, he can take it. Um, it's his if he wants it. Otherwise, there's Tom Andrews who, again, is not really frontline spinner he's more of an all-rounder so well yeah all the spin options are kind of all-rounders yeah they have but they have a lot of fastballers yeah fastballing stocks are really solid (laughs) yeah absolutely so i think bowling wise they don't have any issues other than their their spinners but down in tassie i think all you need is fastballers really yeah yeah so yeah, it'll be inter- interesting year for Tassie, I think, but yeah. probably more of the same. Victoria, I, I like the, our squad. I like where it's going. Um, it's young. It's developing well. Mm. Um, I think we're getting games into the young guys, which we need to. They're getting good experience. Um, yeah. I think it's just lacking a little bit in the white ball department, as you mentioned before. Yeah. Um, I think that showed last season when we finished last. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Well, that's where they're developing the young players. They're playing them that's true. the white ball. I think so. I think they're prioritising the Shield because yeah. obviously we made the uh, the well, Shield final. Well, they kind of the refuse to lose any Shield games. Mm. You know, yeah, yeah exactly. Hanscom yeah. tends to be very, very stubborn sometimes. Just that the whole time. Yeah. I'm um, curious to see how much Shield cricket Glenn Maxwell plays. So am I. I've very uh, been a big, big advocate for him playing shield cricket for a long time i don't know why he hasn't yeah there, there have been times that he's been available for shield cricket and he hasn't got a game because he to me he's a walk-in start he would be yeah walk, walk up that, get him inside victoria need to improve their middle order that's yep. what i think and i yep. think maxwell i think maxwell yeah, yeah. yeah. walk up start um i think yeah i think matt short's been okay um Sam Harper's okay at Shield level, one day cup. I don't. Yeah, that's another thing I wanted to bring up. They, uh, he's the only contracted wicketkeeper, like besides Hanscom. That's so, true. <laughs> Hanscom's not really a keeper, but he can do it. I'd say, I think it, Harper. Yeah. I, I can't see him getting dropped unless he gets injured. Yeah. <laughs> so well, what happens then? What do they do? do I they think do? we've got a few solid wicketkeepers in, in the well, sheds. There's, there's Scott um, Scott Edwards. I think his name is Scott Edwards. He's the captain of Netherlands. Of course. And he's a wicketkeeper, so keep an eye on him. Is he in Australia, is he? He's Australian. He's dual. Um, oh, okay. Interesting. So, yeah. Oh, we'll keep an eye on that then. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think the Victoria's success will ultimately depend a little bit on how how often the, the, the elite talent is available. Um, well, just judging by, I think Marcus Harris should probably be available for a fair bit because he's sort of fallen out of favour. I can't see him getting back in the side. 
for Australia, yeah. No. I don't know. So that, that's unless he has an, unless he has another thousand run season. No. no yeah. Definitely not. Uh, right. Dean as well. So he can <sighs> don't get me started. Uh, Western Australia, I just think they're just very, very, very strong. They're, they're gonna win everything again, aren't they? Uh Shield, I think, yes. One day cup, Queensland or WA. I think whoever's better on the day. That's the coin, really. Yeah, um, but no, I just think they've got a really, really strong squad, and uh, I think their success just again it's a little bit similar to Victoria, but more of a factor here because they've just got a lot of guys in the Australian squad. It could just depend on their availability um, as to how strong their their side is at times. Yeah, but but even then, it's like even then their depth is just depth insane. Is right. Yeah, even um, I can't pronounce his name, but Corey uh, Rocker. Rock, Rocky. Rock, Rocky, uh, Rocky let's call him Rocky. Yeah, Corey Rocky. He's, Corey Rocky. <laughs> he's a good spinner. So A guy's not available. Rocky Chioli, I think it is. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I didn't say it. <laughs> but yeah, Rocky Chioli. Yeah, even he's got some good uh, spin skills. So Definitely. Like, yeah. He's probably their worst player. Yeah. <laughs> he's quite good. Exactly. <laughs> so, I just think it's a good squad, Steve. Yeah. Yep. And with that, I think I think that's all we, we need, wanted to cover today. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, um, I think we'll wrap it up there. So, yeah. Good first episode. I think so. Solid. I hope, I hope people listen to this. Please listen. Please listen. We don't sound desperate, do we? No, but give us a follow on Instagram. We'll probably get a Facebook page up and running yeah. soon. I and can, uh, I reckon uh, Twitter maybe as well. Twitter possibly, yeah. Um, that's a good idea. So go and give us a follow on those. Uh, I think the... Uh, the Instagram is called uh, the pitch report underscore pod. And so go and give that a follow and stay tuned for more updates and we'll, you'll hear from us very, very soon. 